welcome to the Property Portfolio Podcast with Mark Stokes and Nigel Green. Every week we inspire and guide you towards success in the world of property development, mentorship and fundraising. Before we jump into today's episode, a reminder to join us at equacademy.co.uk where you can gain free access to hundreds of videos and templates to help you on your property development journey. Morning, Nigel. Oh, good morning, Mark. How are you? I'm very well indeed, thank you. Very well, very well. Good morning to our, our attendees this morning. Morning all. Joining now. So we'll give them a welcome in a few moments. Yeah. So hopefully you're well into your your 2021 after your Christmas break now. Seems like forever ago now, doesn't it? It does. It does. It's so many days to Christmas, isn't it? You know? I've got, a, I've got a friend. He's quite into into his uh, apps, and he uh, he very frequently quotes the, the the number of days to Christmas, number of days to anniversary, number. He's <laughs> anyway. There we go. I probably need something like, like that myself to be honest. But... Very good. <laughs> good. 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 Well, a very warm welcome to everybody. Morning, Alison. Morning, Anil. Hi, Morning. Morning. Hi, Kathy. What else we got? We've got Charles, uh, David. Hi, Gareth. Hi, Ed. Ed, one of our international attendees uh, from Ireland. Hi, Ed. Morning, Ian. Ian, Lavanya, morning. And uh, hi, Leaford. Hope you're well. Marcus, Matthew, Patrice, Rebecca. Oh, there's loads of people. Many, many friends of, uh, uh, of ours as well. So lovely to see you on this morning. And a very warm welcome to, to breakfast with Nigel and Mark. As you know, our regular listeners, you know, we have this session every Wednesday morning, and it's a real joy for Nigel and I. You know, we uh, hear us talk about many specific subjects which enable us to get where we uh, we've got to date, but sharing some of the learnings in a very open, transparent way, and to help you get to where where you want to go. And we've got a, a very special topic this morning, which we're going to dive a little deeper into, Nigel. Yes, yes, exactly. And, and really, really looking forward to it, Mark. And, uh, you know, I think it's quite poignant this time of year as well. It's all about strategy and exit, isn't it? You know, how you kind of set all your goals, you know, your objectives and uh, just drive them through to conclusion. So, yeah, yeah, really, really excited. Yeah, brilliant. And we're now recording these live for our, for our podcast as well. So that launches at the end of uh, end of this month as, as well. So for those of you who are on on the Zoom webinar, pop your messages into the uh, into the chat box, and, um, and we'll pick up some of those a little bit later on. And of course, for our mentees, we've got our nine o'clock session a little bit later on this morning. So really looking forward to a real deep dive of uh, accountability on, on your strategy and progress. So strategy, so important, Nigel, so yes. important. Absolutely. We, we we do like a phrase, Mark, don't we? We do like a phrase. And and I think I think we use this so many times, and I'm sure people that know us have, have heard this coming out of our mouths a number of times. And it's start with the end in mind. And you know, that was a quote by um uh, Stephen R. Covey. Um and you know, and to quote him, I've I've just got it written down here. So to begin with the end in mind means to start with a clear understanding of your destination it means to know where you're going so that you'll better understand where you are now and so that the steps you take are always in the right direction and i think that's a great that's a great 
quote, and I think very, very relevant, you know, to kind of what we're going to talk about today, isn't it? And, um, you know, we, we, we do our goal setting mark, don't we? You know, we do it at a business level, a personal level, et cetera, et cetera. And it always starts, you know, I find with those goals, what, what, you know, what's the outcome? You know, what's the outcome, the goal, all the goals, you know, look, you're looking to achieve, kind of, you know, put up there that plan A, what, what are you looking to achieve in this process? And, um, you know, th- this this could be your overall strategy to achieve achieve certain, you know, certain life or business goals, let's say. Um, you know, it's, it's not only including financial, but it could be family related, it could be health you know, uh, targets, education, you know, legacy, et cetera, et cetera. You know, but, you know, so that those milestones are so, so important. And and indeed, there could be several milestones as well. So I think that's that's kind of a good, good starting point to kind of st- set that North Star, you know, where you're going to travel to. Yeah. But, um for many, and, and it, it may be for, for you listening this, this morning to us, um, sometimes one of the biggest pressures we can put on ourselves is actually knowing is, is actually not knowing what your strategy is. And we see this time and time again. Once, once um, you know, with our, with our mentees, for instance, once you've got clarity of your strategy and you know where you're going, you know what you want to achieve and you've got a clear strategy, you can almost feel the weight lifting off people's shoulders. They they grow, they, you know, they thrust their chest out, they grow two inches. Um, and the confidence there, because they then know, as as you rightly said, that every action they take each day is towards a worthy cause. Step forward. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So, so, so key. And, you know, to have that direction, I think the worst feeling in the world is to feel lost, you know, to, to feel lost in your direction. And... You know, to, to even worse, what am I going to do today? You know, it's like I've sat at the desk. What what's the thing I need to do today? And I think, you know, the the goal setting, the strategy, and and the planning, you know, helps to alleviate that uh, that anxiety. Really. Yeah. So, I think it's quite an interesting little exercise actually. To uh, if, if if every one of you today just writes down on a sheet of paper. Write down everything you did, not what you achieved necessarily, but everything you did in your 12, 14, 16 hours that you were awake yesterday. Just write down what you were involved in, what you did. And then by the side of it, just put a tick or a cross on whether that truly progressed you to where you want to go. Now, some of it might be a good quality time with the family, absolutely, 100%. Um, just have a look at that. I and mean, it's just a a bit of a cross check, a bit of a segue out of the day, just to to make sure that you're you're aligned. And for many, there's just such a huge volume of time um, is is not spent in the right direction. Yeah, absolutely. It's just wasted time, isn't it? So yeah, I, I think you know when we're considering this north star and the direction we want to get to and the ultimate um, the ultimate goals, um, maybe just take a moment to consider contingency planning as well. So, you know, what other outcomes are available uh, that, you know, still meet your requirements and desires? You know, exploring a good friend of ours, sadly passed, but, you know, PT used to quote the phrase, exploring the art of the possible, didn't he? And, you know, you know, do you have a plan B? That's the question. And look at everything really at this stage with quite a wide angle lens, you know, and, and just see what, 
you know, what is relevant, what what are the options are. And you never know. You might have a plan A, but when you've explored all the other options, you may actually think, actually, I think I prefer plan B or plan C. <laughs> and then that becomes the plan A, you know, just to explore that. So I think that's quite uh, that's quite key. When, when you get bogged, bogged down, when you're looking at their vision or their strategy, and those two are obviously very different, when you look at that vision or strategy, you get bogged down in in the mechanics. Don't worry about the how. We'll, we'll deal with that later. But set, as, as Nigel said, that North Star, what is, what is your vision? Then create the strategy by which you're going to do that. And then, then you start to deal with the, the how, the mechanics. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. Very timely as well. Cause I think, I think the next one is actually the how. <laughs> it is, it is it consider, you know, you, you set your goals, you know, consider now the how or the strategy of how you're going to get to achieve those goals. And, and it's a bit like, I guess, you know, if you go traveling or, or maybe on holiday, you know, to reach a destination, what do we do? Well, we consider the array of different ways we can get there, don't we? You know, we, is it by plane? Is it by car? Is it by boat, train? Any other form of transport is available, <laughs> you know, or it could be a combination of a few. You know, and that we've identified the destination. Now we're thinking about the strategy of how we're going to get to that destination. So I think, you know, those decisions, and if I keep with the the holiday analogy, those decisions, and indeed your your overall goals can be driven by all sorts of external influences. And, you know, it can be cost, it could be time, it could be convenience. Um, it could be maybe just comfort in the in the analogy of traveling, uh, available resources. So, you know, if you've got help around you that can help to support that decision and so on, and many, many other considerations. So this is this is all about the strategy. And, you know, whether, you know, in property speak, whether it's buy to lets or it's HMOs or it's, you know, SA or it's, you know, commercial conversion or development you know, is very much dependent upon, you know, what you've set in terms of your goals and maybe your interim milestones. Um, yeah. um, you know, as you said earlier, we do love a good quote. And, uh, uh, and one quote that um, comes from a real passion of both yours and, and mine, Nigel, Formula One, is um, is the great Sir Frank Williams. And he has a quote, um, does it make my car go faster? And the, the, the story goes that, you know, if anybody placed a requisition, a purchase order, an invoice for him to sign in his team, um, he would always look them square in the eyes and say, does this make my car go faster? Yeah. And there was a man absolutely resolute and committed. He knew his North Star. His North Star was making his car go faster around that track than any other car for a sustainable duration, 80 laps, whatever it, whatever it was. But does it make my car go faster? And that clarity and purpose just permeated through the entire organisation and, well, way back in the 80s and 90s to phenomenal success. Incredible. Yeah, absolutely incredible. And that that was setting that North Star, you know, to the ultimate objective, wasn't it, and driving everybody. And it becomes a mindset because if, if you are of that mindset to achieve those objectives, you know, people around you tend to come along as well, don't they? You know, so everybody's focused and, you know, pushing, pulling and helping you along to that, that ultimate objective, which, uh, which is amazing. I think we should do another one on, 
another one of these breakfast sessions on mindset in the in the near future, Nigel, because you know, going back to Sir Frank Williams, um, you know, given all the achievements he made and then that hugely transformative accident he had on on his life, you know, spent the rest of his life in in a wheelchair and still continued to operate at the very, very highest levels. That resilience at, at a level, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm looking for that, that absolute determination mindset, very yeah. resilience to, to overcome, get through and, and take a long term view. Uh, it's fantastic, fantastic journey and fantastic stories. Oh, it's really, really good. So I, I think, um, I mean, we, we haven't quite got into the planning yet of this process, have we? But I think there's another one to just think about and before we get into the planning of what we do Monday morning to achieve the objectives. But I think there's one other thing we should consider, and that's exit. You know, in terms of the exit planning, you know, um, review all of the exit options, okay? And and I think you might have heard the term, you know, micro and and macro. So micro being at the, the minutia, macro being kind of the overall strategy. Um, <clears throat> you know, so this is kind of a, it's a project or a development level. Um, you know, as you're generating, let's say, assets, you know, what is the exit of those assets? And and then maybe at a, at a macro level, it could be, you know, retirement, it could be legacy, those sorts of things, you know, the bigger, bigger picture, because one may or may not affect the other. Um, so it's really important to just think of it at that level. And, you know, at a micro level, you know, property development, you know, is it... From a from an exit point of view, is it a sell, um, or is it a hold? You know, maybe through refinancing, or maybe it's a combination of the two. But just be very clear what it is. Um, you know, at a macro level, you know, I mentioned retirement. You know, so it could be you have a plan to sell the business. You know, um, sell up and move abroad. You know, whatever whatever it may be, but just have that again, all part of the north star planning. Just have that in your mind. And and again, macro, another example probably would be legacy, you know, where you might want to, at a point, set up a property or family trust, you know, consider um, consideration of who the trustees might be. And indeed, you know, maybe the mentoring of those trustees, you know, to the point, um, you, you know, of becoming a trustee, you know, to support that legacy, you know, these sort of things. So they're kind of big, big picture thinking items. but you know, can affect kind of the trajectory on day one uh, to a degree, to a greater or lesser extent. But, um, yeah, yeah, so that that's that's kind of where we got to. So I think I think if we just reflect what we spoke about above, so goal setting, okay, so we, we you know, set that plan A, set, that, set the goals, okay, so that's, that's number one. You know, review the plan B contingency options. So just think about what the other options are. You know, settle on your strategy. So how are you going to get there? You know, what's your vehicle to get there? It could be one, one strategy. It could be maybe a couple. You know, too many could be a bit concerning because it can be a distraction. Um, but, you know, what is that vehicle that's going to get you to your holiday destination? You know, we need to understand what that is. And consider the exits. So how do you want to exit at a, at a, at a macro or a micro level? You know, we need to really get that down. And then, then, Mark, it's, it's time to start the plan, isn't it? Mm. 
because you know what's really really important is you know we need to know in our own minds at a personal level you know what we're going to do tomorrow morning what are we going to do tomorrow morning and every other tomorrow morning that comes upon us um to achieve those goals that have been set yeah so it's um it's a framework in our lives isn't it framework where you can put the, the most precious resources you have, like the time and money, it could, it could be skills, IP, lots of, lots of things. How can you put those to the very best use? Um, and this is where I, I think it serves everybody well to have an abundance mindset, but equally we've got to also be focused on the scarcity of resources you've got, and, and that means preserving that our, our time, you know, making sure we don't have the detractors in our lives, the negativity, and uh, you know many of the things that will just dilute, so that we are all all focused on getting us to where we want to go. It creates that that economic equation, if you like. It, it does. It does absolutely. You know, and th- this plan to get to your ultimate goal. Um, you know, if again we're we're traveling to a holiday destination, we always get to signpost, don't we? And we take a left or we take a right in the road. And it's very relevant in goal setting as well. And and we need to understand, I mean, we turn them as milestones. So we, we need to understand what those key milestones are. Um, you know, and and how how we're going to get to those those key milestones. So that kind of breaks it down. And we'll we'll come into maybe that's a, there's a story that Olympic cyclist, isn't there? I think he cycled across um, uh, across Spain, and you know, to think of that as a, a task was just completely overwhelming. But he broke it down, didn't he? And this is really the same same strategy. <laughs> so, what do we need to do in terms of actions tomorrow and every other tomorrow to achieve those those key milestones? Yeah. No, and I, and I think you know, once they're set, <clears throat> I think accountability is massive here, Mark. Absolutely massive. And, you know, we, we certainly make sure our mentees make themselves accountable, um, not only to us, but also to themselves. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, you know, so they, they confirm every single week, um, you know, what they've done in the week. They, they set out all the, the key uh, activities that they've achieved. Uh, and they also lock in the actions for next week as well. So they lock them in with us, and you know away they go, and then they reflect at the end of next week how they've how they've performed. But yeah, so that's that's kind of it. And you know, going back to the cyclist, um, Mark, you know, you you know this story, don't you? And it, I think you know, I think he cycled from Gibraltar. Um, obviously, there was a little bit of a bridge or a, ro- <laughs> a boat trip there, but went all the way up Spain and got into France, I think. And you know, just that enormity of that. Uh, that transition all the way through that that country, you know, in a one was just would blow your mind, wouldn't it? Just be just massive. But what he broke it down to was essentially he broke it down to kind of weeks, to days, to hours, to what I need to do is cycle from here to that that next lamppost, and he just broke it down. You know, it's uh, uh, you know another saying: How do you eat an elephant? <laughs> one bite at a time, isn't it? You know, and he broke it, broke it down. You know, the cyclist broke it down into literally the next ten minutes. But you just keep building up the ten minutes, you know. And he achieved his objective of cycling across Spain. So, 
many won't push off from the start line because of fear of overwhelm. How, how could you possibly do the impossible? Um, Absolutely. You and I both know from some of the, the conquests we, we've made physically and mentally over the years, you know, the, the body can only take you so far. The mind can only take you so far. But put them both together, you can achieve absolutely anything. Absolutely. Mankind can achieve is is amazing. And having that resolute commitment to to not be average, to not sit there on your laurels, to not have our families want for something, um, you know, to, to actually drive forward um, and, and, and aim for the very best in all areas and uh, and and give back and create value for others. Mm. But it doesn't have to be at the expense of ourselves. That creating shared value is right at the heart of what we do. Um, but our, our, our stakeholders, our shareholders, our funding partners, all these elements here all bring together when everybody wins. But it's got to be based on a very solid economic equation that serves us. And, and after all, if you look at every pursuit you have, whether that be a property, whether that be you know, a, a, a business, um, you know, why does a business exist? It's for the purpose to drive shareholder value. But you're probably the primary shareholder. So unless that business is serving you, do it, don't do it, restructure it, but it has to serve you. It has to serve mm. your personal economic equation. Absolutely. We do, we do see it very often, don't we, where people barrel in headfirst into a certain property strategy. Absolutely. Um, yeah. But it just won't serve them in the timescales that they need to achieve it. No, no. And, and that's where the strategy comes in, isn't it? You know, just really defining that. And it's it's all interconnecting. It's all interconnecting. It starts with that North Star, but, you know, you break it down into its its micro components. And it just gives, gives you such a clear direction of what you need to do Monday morning. And, you know, I think that's really, really important. So I think... Um, you know, everything we spoke about, I mean, these are just very high level sort of headings. And, you know, we've actually got a our mentorship uh, to our session after this, haven't we? We're going to dive into the the, the deeper realms of, of uh, you know, uh, strategy and, and exit into that session, actually. Um, but, you know, we need to get it down. So a master plan is required. Whether we like it or not, we need to get this down. Um, it's a point of review. It's a point of audit. It, it will enable us to reflect on what we said at a point in time. And then there may be a necessity from time to time, you know, ships going across the ocean, they tack, don't they? They still get to the same point, but they have to tack left and right sometimes to, to deviate. This is where the point of reflection is required. Um, and, um, you know, this, this plan needs to really, really become part of, you know, our daily lives, you know, going forward. So I think... Um, Oh, I'm oh, sorry. I should say that um, you know the plan needs regular reviews. Yeah, you know, we tend to lock in quarterly, don't we, Mark, with our mentees, and just kind of do a bit of a drains up on on the plan. You know, reflect um, what was set, reflect on progress, so actual versus planned, and then there may be a necessity to just slightly tack, you know, to but again keeping towards that um, that end goal. Um, I think it takes with, with taking bold visions, taking clarity of strategy. Um, that needs it needs strong needs strong leadership, it needs courage. 
Um, leadership and courage is something you and I have experienced and witnessed at first hand in you know best part of three decades in in, in business. That courage, that leadership, to have that self belief in your strategy when probably all around you are thinking you you've lost your marbles, yeah. but you know because they've not seen it being achieved doesn't mean it can't be achieved. Yeah. Um, you know, being at the vanguard of, of, of drive, um, you know, having um, in corporate life, quite often our objectives had to be had to be real, had to be you know achievable. Um, you know, it almost kind of lowered expectations. Really, well, that could be at a strategic level, but at vision levels, push ourselves, drive ourselves, um, and get comfortable with being outside of your comfort zone. Yes, yeah, and the, you know the power to say no from time to time because if, if if a yes means you're starting to deviate from your objectives, a no is probably more appropriate. And there's there's ways to say no nicely as well, isn't there? So, you know, I think that's that's important to say. Um, I think also, you know, in terms of the master plan, um, I think the danger with a master plan is it, it's a document that can kind of sit in a, a filing shelf or it could sit in the top drawer, and it's not front and center so i think there's other tips and tricks and techniques that you know can bring that those objectives right to the fore and be be in your economy and in, in your vision um on a daily basis and uh, i i personally like uh, and we're all different you know we're all different um, my thing is numbers and visuals others are you know text and data and you know we're all we're all different people it's trying to find the thing that works really well for you and really resonates with you. And I like visualization. So, you know, in terms of my goals, I, I visualize um, on a kind of a vision board. You know, I like that. And it, it, it's not a, particularly a board. It might be a tab on a sheet I've got, you know, and it's, there's just visions there of what I want to achieve in my life. You know, so I, I use that, you know, quite a bit. And, you know, that's part of my daily, daily thing, uh, just because it's a sheet that, I refer to every, you know, it's a tab on the sheet that I refer to every day. That's all. Um, I think another another good tip, um, and it, again, it just works for me. It might not work for others, but it's just a just a thought. Um, what about what about if we write a letter to ourselves? So, you know, almost a contract to ourselves, if you like. So we imagine that we're transported into the future, in five years into the future, let's say. And we're going to write a letter to ourselves um, to set out all of your achievements that you've achieved in those five years. Okay. And you know, you're gonna you're gonna talk and refer to, you know, what what you've achieved, um, you know, what your loved ones are enjoying in terms of the new life and this sort of things. It might be financial, it might be family time, travel, lifestyle, retirement, you know, it could be anything, you know, whatever is relevant to you in your goal setting, you know, to write that letter and just just project yourself in your mind five years into the future. And I'm just writing to myself, dear Nigel, you know, I'm really pleased to, to let you know that I've achieved X, Y, and Z. It was all in the plan. You know, the family, you know, this, that, and the other, enjoying life, it's golf or it's cycling or it's, you know, whatever it is, you know, I've, I've, I've managed to get to my my target weight or, you know, whatever whatever it is that you're going to set, just to write that letter and have it, you know, 
for yourself is hugely motivating. And I think really importantly, share it, share it with your family, you know, your family, your friends, and your colleagues as well. Because it is quite an emotional thing, you know, you should kind of project your your ambition. Um, and as I said, as you said earlier, if you can share those thoughts, people come with you, you know, people that provides the support, everything you need in your life, you know, to get you to where you need to go to. So I think, I think there's a couple of tips there that work for some, don't work for others. And I'm sure there's many others, but uh, they certainly work for us, Mark, don't they? It, it, it does. And um, yeah, Ian, one of our, one of our mentees has done an absolutely sensational job doing that. And uh, when he read his out, um, you know, it's pretty emotional for us all to, to, to listen to that. Yeah. Um, I know you and I have both, both listened to uh, Ollie Ollerton. Um, he, he's, he spent uh, six or seven years in the SBS. Um, and during his dark days of um, drug rehabilitation and PTSD, uh, he, wrote, he wrote that contract to himself. Uh, held himself to the highest levels of account and that was um in his opinion that was one of his key mechanisms for getting him from those dark days to you know a, a hugely impressive position he regained control and we talk about taking control of your personal economy well your personal economy might tend for most of people to refer to to money but actually it refers to wealth and wealth of everything wealth health, wealth of well-being, uh, wealth of relationships with family. You know, this isn't all about money. You know, it's about all elements of the, the overall wealth equation. And Nigel, you mentioned the, the tab on your on your, your, your spreadsheet, the, the wealth dashboard there and having the vision there. So it's it's just there on your dashboard all the time as a constant point of reference. Um genius and and it, it really has Help does and helping helping our mentees really make massive progress. So it's really yeah. No, it's uh, it's very good, very good. So yeah, I think um, I think all of the above, you know, is very relevant. It, it does follow a journey. It does follow a journey. It has to start with that that endpoint. Uh, you kind of just reflect on the endpoint. Is there any other options? You know, contingency planning, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of moving into the how we're going to get to that destination. You know, and that's in terms of the specific strategy. Yeah. So, so many, many of our, our listeners um, uh, this morning to, to our podcast, they'll they'll be involved in, in property and, and have their own strategies. Um, and quite often what we see is a is a clear target that people want to achieve, isn't it? It could be X thousand pounds a month by, mm. by six months or 12 months. But we also see a mismatch of, property strategy in order to achieve that don't we? we do we do absolutely and you know we all want it we all want x now don't we that's the thing and it, it's just understanding you know a reasonable time scale to enable uh maybe, maybe a gradual increase you know hence the multiple milestones um but you know that there, <clears throat> there are certain strategies that can take a little while um you know, I mean, I, sp- I suppose if we think about, um, you know, we think about buy to lets or BRR or uh, HMOs, probably similar-ish timescales to to generate some income. Um, but um, you know, we look at others, <coughs> or or the perception of others, should I say, maybe commercial conversion. You know, whereas with commercial conversion, you know, if you want to build a portfolio, you can do it once at a time. Or with a commercial conversion, if you just imagine the 
the building as a box, you're building your portfolio in a box because there's multiple, you know, and you can refinance and do it all in in one go, which, you know, again, from a um, a volume efficiency point of view can be very compelling. And I think the beauty of that strategy as well is that um, you can generate fees quite quickly. Um, so the point of, um, you know, as long as the deal can stand it, the point of maybe let's get into um, uh, a point of completion. So we get the keys for the building. We're going to hand the keys to the contractor. Um, you know, we can draw fees. Um, we can draw fees for, you know, sourcing, analysing, bringing the funding, you know, all these sort of aspects, even dealing with all, all other aspects post-completion, such as maybe help to buy, maybe, um, you know, all sorts of delisting from business rates, let's say. So there's all activities there, which again, are fee generated. And and then we kind of wait a few months. Um, you know, if you want to become the project manager and are qualified to do so, you may be able to draw on a monthly basis a fee, uh, in, including the QS activity. And then um, when we get to the end, notwithstanding the big bullet uh, payment, you know, through profit, um, or in in terms of refinancing and holding, and then you've got your portfolio generating for many decades to come. So so many different options, and and it's it's about alignment. It's about alignment of expectation and strategy to make sure that you know the two are very much aligned and not out of kilter. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you get the if you get that strategic alignment wrong, you're in for some pretty hard yards. Uh, we call it that um, the angle of your trajectory. So as Nigel said, if if you want to achieve three or four buy to lets or three or four HMOs a year, one one a quarter, okay, yeah, there's there's some level of attainment there that can be achieved. If you want to create, well, we've held 50, 50 buy to lets uh, in the last twelve months, but let's say twenty, if you want to hold twenty, you've got to think in an entirely different way. And that could be doing one commercial to residential conversion and holding it, as an example, mm-hmm. or doing two and holding 50% on each. Um, so it's thinking in a different way, and that, that angle of your trajectory um, is, is hugely important. We're talking about altitude, we're talking about attitude, we're talking about distance, we're talking speed. You know the, the type of equipment you're using, the knowledge. You know that 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 trajectory. Imagine a you know a military round um, arcing through the sky. Hugely important, but start with the end in mind. You know that angle of trajectory. That round has got to land somewhere. So what is your what is your exit strategy? What's your launch pad? What's your landing landing zone? Um, where are you trying to get to? And, uh, and if it's to hold assets, and it doesn't always have to be to hold assets, um, we will buy, develop, sell from from time to time, and, and that feeds feeds the beast, so to speak. You know that brings capital into the business to enable more strategic investments for yeah. investing in business or acquiring future assets. So working out what your angles are. Absolutely, you, you know, understand that exit is really key, isn't it? And um, you know, if it's a sell, fine, that's sell to the open market. Um, if it's a hold, I mean, need to just do a few checks and balances with maybe the brokers and just understanding any exposure to the lenders, you know, those sort of things. But, you know, we've seen we've seen all sorts of very, very, very good strategies, you know, to achieve the end objective. I've, I've seen, you know, one person that ultimately wanted to do um, HMOs. Um, 
accepting that, you know, on refinance of the HMO, there's going to be money left in. So, you know, uh, he he ran a parallel strategy with that of a BRR. So it was, you know, by refurbish, it wasn't refinanced. We actually he sold them, so it kind of flipped. So, you know, and the and the the profit from the flips was was sufficient to to cover the money left in on the on the HMO. So you know, it's it's that kind of thing. But <clears throat> but that was you know that was a very progressive strategy over quite a long period of time. Um, and you know there are also you know different time scales to consider, and therefore that wouldn't necessarily fit with a shorter time scale strategy. You know that sort of thing. So yes, lot to think about, but just you know just start break it down, break it down. Start with that the end in mind. You know, look at the alternatives. Um, you know, look at the strategy. Uh, look at the exits. Um, any contingency planning that you need to do. You know, and and just just get it down into that plan, and um, you know, make it real. Absolutely, make it real, and uh, you know, follow it religiously. Make yourself accountable. I, I remember my my late father. He, he I never forget this statement. He he said, Nigel. He said, uh, you know, nobody's going to come and save you in this world. You know, it's down to you, right? And the, the only person that's accountable is the person that looks back at in the mirror in the morning. And I kind of get that, you know. And um, and this is where the objectives and the, you know, what we need to do today is really, really important. And to, you know, to wrap people around you that can support you and, you know, every now and again. I mean, we we spoke about mentorship last, last week, didn't we, Mark? And, um, you know, it was, it was that soft hand on the shoulder that when you get to those patio doors in life, you can see the future through it, but you're kind of stuck at the doors. Yeah, it could be quite a scary place or whatever it is, just somebody just to ease you through those doors into the next into the next uh, sector of your your journey is, is really important yeah and if, if anybody does want to book a call with uh, uh with me then i've just put a link in the um the, uh, the chat box there book a call if you're interested in, in mentorship and um, spend half an hour get to know each other and, and see if it's right for you um got a got a question here from sashin uh, i think it's a great question sashin uh sashin's uh, vision is to focus on reducing carbon footprints, um, impacting the ROIs for investors, and uh, looking at sustainability of property development. Um, what would be your strategy recommendations um, for such a vision? Well, that's very timely, Sashin, because over the last uh, 18 months, we've been working on plans to to grow the, uh, the increased sustainability. Um, in fact, we did a we, we did a webinar. Um, I think it was October on. ESG, didn't we? Mm. Environmental, social, and governance, and an ESG is incredibly important um, for us. You know, both Nigel and I, we've got eight children between us. You know, that long-term horizons, um, preserving the planet's natural capital, and and making sure we we do our bit to to see an end to the mine and burn fossil fuel economy is is incredibly important. So we want to we want to take that transition. And we make those steps every single day to move from a consumption society to a creation society. And if we can do that through strong energy efficiency measures, um, what I what I would say is is you know follow your follow your gut, follow your heart, but also be aware that um, deals need to be funded. Um, and 
the funding is probably the, the hardest piece there. You know, that economic sustainability must be married with environmental sustainability. Um, so making sure technology section, uh, selection, yes, it can be at the leading edge, but don't make it at the bleeding edge. Um, but we are seeing you know, real changes now in, in banks' mortgage books. They're looking to create greener, greener layers there. Reports that are backing up, and this from large portfolio owners. Yep. And we're looking at our overall portfolio credentials. Yep. So I think this is a really fascinating area and something I think we'll be touching on throughout 2021. Absolutely. And I think a lot of it's been driven by the planners as well. You know, there's, um, there's kind of green credentials. We're starting to see the um, electric car charging points coming as conditions of planning, you know, solar panels, maybe. Even air source heat pumps, you know, replacing boilers, gas fire boilers, you know, all these sort of things are starting to come in, and and you know, the fact they're starting to come in, it's it's kind of this is the future. So we need to align ourselves with, you know, what it what is coming, uh, which is not a bad thing, is it? It's not a bad thing, and you know, if we can all do our bit, um, you know, I think the the world will definitely be a better place in years to come. Yeah. As Susan's echoed that as well. She's uh, she's working on a, a great eco sustainable development. Uh, one of our mentees. Uh, good morning to you, Susan. Good morning, Susan. She's investigating a modular panel built method that's carbon neutral. I mean, fantastic. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. And uh, I'm sure Susan will be sharing some of those uh, in the mentorship session after this. You know, absolutely brilliant. So, uh, Sashin, I, I wish you well with that. I think very noble cause um, and something you know very topical at the moment. And increasingly, investors are not just looking for the immediate return on their capital. They're looking at a return that's done in a, a social, considerate and impactful, positively impactful manner. So hugely important, very forward looking. And I, I, uh, I credit you with that. So all the best with that. Great. Well, look, what a vibrant session this has been. You know, there's been some amazing tips here, Nigel. And, uh, you know, we, we live our strategy every single day, every single week, constant reviews. Um, but it must serve the end goal, must serve the, the, the purpose. And none of us are competing with each other, are we? We're only competing with what we're capable of. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, very much so. And, you know, that, Start with the end in mind is so key, isn't it? Just start with the end in mind, and and everything will will fall into the place. You know, I think it's uh, massively important. And uh, yeah, great session, Mark. Yeah, look, absolutely brilliant. Hopefully, you've enjoyed it. So, you know, focus on your goals. Get the clarity of your goals. Create that strategy. The strategy that's impactful to you that solves that creates and solves your your economic equation. So you too can create control, full control of your personal economy. And we took that to the next level six years ago with our SaaS. You know, we include our entire pensions, which may be right for you, may, may not be. Um, but you know, that's the extent that we're so passionate about this. So you've got your goals, your strategy, creating that roadmap, that journey, that clear plan. And as Nigel reinforced there, those all important interim milestones that check whether you are on course, how you're, how you're attacking, where you need to uh, pivot, where you need to 
effects of change, for those milestones of measurement. You can't measure it, you can't achieve it. Simple as that. Mm-hmm. Um, and the accountability to drive that inertia and that forward momentum. Mm-hmm. And we're almost out of time, Nigel. So yeah. okay. many, many, many takeaways there. And what's really important, write these, write these um, messages down, you know, write those golden nuggets down. Take those actions. Take at least three takeaways from every one of our Breakfast with Nigel and Mark webinars. Just three. Only three. Work on them for the next week. And give us an update. Some of you will put that into the uh, uh, ECRA Academy Facebook group. So join us, ECRA Academy uh, Facebook group. Drop them in there. Tell us what progress you're making. So we're out of time, Nigel. So until next Wednesday. Have a great week, everybody, and thanks a lot, Nige. Yeah, take care. See you in a bit. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Property Portfolio Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode and that it inspired you on the next leg of your journey. If you've got any questions or comments, why not reach out to us at our Facebook page, Equa Academy. Also, don't forget to register for free access to hundreds of property development videos and templates over at equacademy.co.uk and we'll see you in next week's episode. Thank you.